I'm Trish. And I'm Thaddeus, and you're listening to the Fallen Short Podcast. Hey, it's been a little while since you've last heard from us. So, this week on the podcast, we are continuing on where we left off. If you... Listen to the last episode. We talked about searching your heart. And now we're going to continue talking about how you guard your heart. Okay. But before we dive in too deep, let's just talk about summer. Because I look forward to summer all school year. And I think that summer is going to be this relaxing time of being together as family and going to the beach, maybe taking road trips and so on. Summer's really busy. I feel like we're almost busier in the summer than we are in the school year. And I think part of that is because we're just overly scheduled, but we also lack structure of just being home. Yeah, it gets it gets tricky in the summer, at least for us. Maybe it maybe it truly is relaxing and road trips and whatever for you, the listener. Lucky for us, ducks. it gets really busy with having we do have four kids and it's not that they don't do sports in the school year because they do. It's just the schedules are different in the summer. And then I'm also helping coach too, which I, I don't coach other sports other than baseball. So it's very involved for me at that and helping with tournaments and different things. So, yeah, it's just crazy. I just need to stop getting my hopes up during the school year that, Hey, summer's coming. And so it's going to be relaxing because it's false hope. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I'm really excited about the, what we're talking about in this series. We talked last time about having God search our heart, and this time we're going to talk about guarding our heart. And Proverbs 4.23 says, Above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. What does that look like to guard your heart? And how do we apply that as believers in Christ when we talk about guarding our hearts? So we hope to jump into that today, break that down a little bit. And and just starting from that verse that Trish read, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Everything. So a lot of times, you know, you, you might hear someone say, follow your heart, you know, follow your dreams, follow, you know, try to, what are your goals? What do you want to do? Right. That all comes from the heart. Mm-hmm. Some might say, oh, you know, your brain or what are you thinking of or whatever. Well, typically it's coming from your heart. And I know that's weird because anatomy and biology would say different, right? So like your heart, your heart is your life, right? It gives, it's pumping blood and making everything work. Obviously your brain is a big deal of that too. And I think when we're talking guard your heart in in the verse, talking guard your heart, it's not the physical heart it's the heart of it is your desires so the bible says out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and it's what is inside of us what are we filling our heart with are we putting in our heart are we meditating on the word of god are we thinking about things that are wonderful and beautiful and then out of that that we're putting in our heart comes out of our mouth and impacts the world around us because our words have the ability to bring life and death, right? And so they can, (laughs) words hurt and they can cause a lot of destruction. 
So it's that guarding of our heart, guarding what we're allowing into our heart, because eventually what we allow into our heart does come out of us. In Matthew 12, 33 through 37, I'm just going to read it to you. It says, a tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. Oh, that verse kind of freaks me out a little bit, to be honest with you. Thinking about standing uh, yeah, before everything. God on judgment day and being held accountable for everything I've ever said. Right. Oh, I don't understand that verse so much. I know the blood of Jesus covers us, but it honestly is one of those verses that I'm, I stand in awe over and I don't really comprehend fully. I know in part, but I loved what you said, Thaddeus, that it's for whatever is in your heart determines what you say. So it's the things that we put into our heart that determine what we say. And a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart. Right. And so it's, it's the old saying of garbage in, garbage out. So if, if you're filling your life with good things and hopefully then you can produce good, right? And you can you can be a good person. Mm-hmm. And where it becomes an issue is when it's when you're never giving yourself at something good, right? You're just taking in all the different filler, right? Could be could be just filler, could be honestly just evil things, right? And what that is going to do to your, to you and what you're going to then produce is, is going to be evil. Right. And it's, that's why we're talking about guarding yourself. And I, when I think of that, I think of the scripture that says, be anxious for nothing, but in everything in prayer and in supplication with Thanksgiving, make your requests known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension guards your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And I, I think of that when you're talking about that, Thaddeus, what we're letting come into us and how what we let come into us stirs up anxiety within us or <laughs> I can just, I'll, I'll go more specific. What I let come into me stirs up anxiety in me. And when I ruminate on that and I allow what I'm watching on the news or seeing in culture on social media infiltrate my mind and it goes into my heart and it's it brings turmoil within me and it brings a sense of uneasiness and when I look at the scripture what it's telling me to do when that anxiety comes and those things feed into me it tells me to bring it to God in prayer and supplication and thanksgiving because in what happens how we guard our hearts it's what the scripture is saying how we guard our hearts is if we go to God with these things with prayer supplication thanksgiving that God gives us peace. It says the peace of God surpasses all comprehension will come into us when we go to God in prayer. And that's what guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. I think that's good that you brought up social media and things like that, because so often it's just right on the forefront, social media. And it's, and also the media, right? News outlets and things like that. But a lot of what's on the news and then media outlets hit social media and then is even brought up to higher levels, right? Where it's uh, because everyone has their own opinions and 
you have keyboard warriors out there and and you have people like me who just laugh it off because I think it's funny and entertaining. So, but I can see where it could be for anyone where it could be an issue where just getting wrapped up into it and getting a defensive stance on something and then getting attacked for a stance on something and how it, that can just implode, right? The other thing I see that impacts me so much with social media is it's setting a precedence on what people should look like and how people should act and how people should think and be perceived by the world, right? And social media is telling us, and it's training our brain essentially to think this way about culture, society, about people, about faith, about politics, all the different things. We're learning all of that. And well, and just the internet in general, right? And social media, it's, it's just so much more present than in the past where those types of things you're talking about, you'd, you'd hear more in a, or see more in like, you're at the checkout lane at the grocery store and there's magazines, right? And you have those like images of celebrities or maybe not celebrities, muscle and fitness or whatever. Right. And it's like, this is, this is what a person who's healthy looks like. Right. And it's really, everyone's different and a, and a healthy body can look many different ways. Right. But because that's what they're saying, then it's causing that perception. And when you then have the world wide web now where it's just everywhere. And it's always an arm's reach, right? Always. I mean, it's just, hard because and it's not just a like a woman's issue i know a lot of times you hear about women and whether they have body positivity or not right it's the same for men and and yes there tends to be more leniency with men for whatever reason where you hear about dad bods being cool and whatever right but it's like you don't hear about mom bods that you hear about how quickly a mom snapped back to, you know, their pre-baby body or whatever, right? So it's those types of things that you need to guard yourself from as well and not just the being influenced by swear words in a song or movies and things like that. Yeah, I would say the things that almost I get hit the hardest with when I scroll through social media would I follow a lot of, I would say, positive influencers, a lot of people who post really wholesome, godly stuff on social media. And I'm very intentional about, about doing that and filtering out people who maybe would give me a negative spirit. However, even in that, even in that guarding of my heart and guarding of what I'm letting come into me, you know, a lot of what I'm seeing on social media is you're strong enough you're pretty enough, you're fierce enough, you're capable enough, you're blank and blank and blank enough, right? And it's almost telling me that I have to, I am a certain way or I, if I, I'm strong enough to do anything I want to do or I'm capable enough to do anything I want to do. And, and that's a good message, but it doesn't mean it's a God message, right? And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us and we can do the things that God has put on our heart and God is called and equipped and fashioned each of us, but doesn't mean that is all things Trish wants to do, I should do. And it's protecting ourselves from even some of that positive messaging that is not necessarily biblical. Yeah, the mentality of 
if you want it, go get it, right? Because not everything you want, you should have, honestly, right? Right. And it's that mentality of the you go girl or whatever, right? I mean, just all the different little catchphrases you could have. Yes, we want to be positive and we want to uplift each other and encourage each other to to go out and do things. But we have to guard ourselves so that we're really evaluating, is this something that I really should go after? Not just, I want to get a new car. So I'm going to, I want this car. I don't care how much it costs and whatever it takes, I'm going to take figure out a way to get the money for it where it's like well is that really something you should do or should you put your money elsewhere right get something that is a little more feasible so that you can do other things and maybe down the road that car is something you can get right but is it this is that something that you should just oh no, i'm gonna go get it right mm-hmm. i know that's kind of more of a materialistic type of example but it kind of works with anything it's kind of how the world is pervert or the world i should say christian culture has perverted the scripture that says that god gives us the desires of our hearts into being that if i desire that vehicle or whatever god is going to give it to me not necessarily where i think that scripture was going right and it's asking god we ask god to search our hearts we ask God to create in us a clean heart. Well, I think there's, and, I think there's a big difference between desires of your heart and lusts of your heart, mm-hmm. and and lust isn't just lusting after a person, right? It's lusting after anything, right? Like you you want that car, you want to have that body type, you want to have that job, you want to make it to the Olympics etc right versus a desire where it's like i want to marry trish heck yeah you did god gave me trish so how do we steward guarding our heart well how do we steward guarding what comes into our heart and what we allow to infiltrate our heart and i believe personally for me like we talked about last time, it's asking God to search our hearts and see if there's anything that offends him. And I think that would probably be more like a God searches our hearts. If there's anything that offends him, almost as more of things that we're doing that are an offense to God and not necessarily a longing, but we can ask God to create in us a clean heart. The Bible in Psalms 51:10 says, create in me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. So it's just praying to God and saying, Hey God, I know, I know myself. I know I needed Jesus to die on the cross for me because I know I'm a sinner. I know that I've I've failed and I've fallen short of your glory so many times. And God, I ask that you create that clean heart. You come in and you purify my heart within me so my heart can be a beautiful reflection of you. And then Psalm 73, 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. So it's allowing God to come in and, and be the strength of your heart, letting God come in and, and fill your heart so he can strengthen it and he can guard it. And it's when I think of this that it's, it's heaven 
the Holy Spirit in heaven coming into our heart and colliding in our heart with, with the fleshly man that is within us, our, our human nature and heaven and earth are colliding within our hearts. And it's the acceptance of allowing that Holy Spirit and who God is to come into our hearts and, and be that within us, to be the strength of our heart. And it's a daily thing. Just like Trish read there to, you know, in Psalms in 51, where it says to create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And then in Psalm 73, 26, talking about my flesh and my heart may fail, right? But God's the strength of my heart. We're going to fail. We all have, we all have fallen short, right? We, we're going to fail, but it's that renewing and asking God daily to help me, God, right? And asking the Holy Spirit to fill you on a daily basis. That's how you can guard things, right? Doesn't mean it's going to, you're going to be perfect and that you're going to always do the right things, say the right things or whatever, but exhibit it's, A and B right here. Right? right. But it, but it's, it's a healthy step to help guard your heart and strengthen it. I couldn't agree with Thaddeus more. We do not have this nailed down at all. And it is, and should be a daily thing in all of our lives. We just wanted to encourage you guys with this. We want to encourage you guys with the importance of your heart. And I look forward to our next one too. We're going to be talking about allowing God to break our heart. So we talked about having God search our heart. Now we're talking about guarding our heart. And the next podcast will be about allowing God to break your heart. So it might seem contradicting to say, search it, guard it, break it. But it's all steps we go through with God when it comes to our heart. So I look forward to our next podcast and I hope you all will tune in with that. If you've enjoyed this episode or any previous episode, uh, let us know. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any prayer requests, we'd love to pray for you. You can reach out to us by email via info at fallenshortpodcast.com or you could message us on social media. We have a Facebook and Instagram and a Twitter. You should be able to search Fallen Short Podcast to find us on those platforms. Uh, if you share this with your friends, uh, word of mouth is always the best way to grow. So until next time, I'm Thaddeus. And I'm Trish. And we love you guys. Are you currently doing your own podcast or maybe you're aspiring to start one? If you are, we'd like to encourage you to check out Blueberry Podcasting for all of your hosting needs. We use Blueberry today and let me tell you, it's it's real slick. Uh, works with our website just fine on a plugin. So if you use our code Fallen Short, you can get your first month free. So you can go ahead and click that affiliate image link on our website and get started with your podcast.